messy, and maintaining a strong marriage and a healthy, happy family can sometimes feel impossible. Welcome to the Comedian's Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Clausen. Join my husband, stand-up comedian Leland Clausen, and I as we chat with guests about marriage, family, work, and everything in between. On today's episode is our good friend, comedian Darren Streblow. Darren, it's so great to have you with us today. Um, you have done stand-up with Leland for such a long time. I can't even remember. He's, done, he's also just done stand-up. It's not just with me. No, no I'm sorry. Yeah, I miss... I only want to do stand-up with Leland. I only want to do stand-up with Leland. Yeah, that would but be fun if it was he just you not, and me. He has not made the same concession, so <laughs> we've had to go our separate ways occasionally. But I, I love staring. I love sharing the stage with Leland. It's fantastic. Oh, hey, like Yeah. Fun. Okay, yeah. let me rephrase that. You have done stand-up comedy for a really long time, and you have known Leland for a, a long time. Wait, yeah. Can you guys tell us about how you guys met and and what? <laughs> you it, was, it was in Los Angeles, wasn't it? That's where we met? Yeah, yes, yeah. It was at Biola. Yep. There was uh, a, so. the uh, comedy convention there, the Christian Comedy Association. Yep. I don't and even I know if it was to... called that back then. And I think that was the first year it was officially the CCA. The year okay. before was Funny Farm when you and Thor had met and yes. become fast friends. And uh, I was I was the tag along. I was like, hey, where are you guys going? You're walking over to your car together? And I would just tag. Remember that? Yeah, I, but I before. I followed you out to your car. But the before that, or, or maybe before that, we all had this um, showcase. And it, I don't mm. even think it was open to the public necessarily. No. But it was in a little theater at the mm-hmm. college there and uh Shonda Pierce and Mark Lowry sat in the front row and we were all kind of awestruck because you know they were right and still are very established wonderful comedians we thought wow it'd be you know they're going to be watching us which made me totally nervous and I went <laughs> out too. there and I got up and I had a really good set I have to you, say you did and then you but just I said, was ah, terrified I the whole time <laughs> and when I, I realized you it had it and, and, he just decided to stop. Yeah, well, my brain, I hit a joke, and everyone was really laughing hard. And in my brain, I was like, this went well. Get off. And I went, all right, I'm done. And I left. <laughs> I just remember being so abrupt. You're like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm done there. <laughs> I just walked off. I was and like, I, what? I think I went off stage and, and threw up and then uh, went back and sat down. And, was, you know, I was so grateful that I didn't completely embarrass myself. And then, um, and then Leland got up. Uh, a short time after that and just crushed he oh. was just so good and well, uh, all three of us did well that night you me and Thor well it was very it, yeah it was it was it was really magical night and everyone was yeah. in a good mood and it was yeah it was fun it was just fun but when Leland got off stage I don't and I don't know if you remember this Leland but as you were getting off there were about 20 of us bowing down low on the ground like we we're unworthy <laughs> That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, I remember thinking, wow, this, because I was praying that I would do well, that I'd make a good impression on all these new Christians that I met. And then they started blaspheming. I was <laughs> yeah, so right. I was like, oh, no. Right. Yeah, no, like, I don't, I don't want, want these people as friends. In fact, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I got to leave. And uh, now it was, it was, it was just kind of a beautiful night of everyone getting to know each other and seeing what, uh, you know, great acts were out there, and and then then we started hanging out, and it was just, uh, and then I got enthralled with uh, your television show that was going on at the time because you mm. were a TV host at the time, and I could watch <laughs> over this new internet thing, right. and uh, I think you were like 
in my computer screen, you were a three inch by two inch square, highly pixelated, <laughs> but I watched you every day nice. and uh, <laughs> just enjoyed, it, enjoyed watching uh, you uh, d- uh, VJ, basically, wasn't it? I for, was, yeah. yeah, yeah, essentially a VJ for older shows. It was called it was, Retro. It was funny and it was great, and I enjoyed oh, that. And I'd send you comments during the show and and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, that was kind of the start of it all. And we didn't believe each other that we were married, and so eventually we. I think I think the first time I saw you, Carrie, was on a video screen. Right. <laughs> this, she's she's right. real. Darren, she's real. Here she is. And I'm like, yeah, wow, okay. Oh, I can't okay. argue with that. There she is. I mean, you know? this is pretty good. This might be CG, but <laughs> some hologram. Yeah, and I met Aaron, I think, I don't know, that would have been, what, 2002? Yes. 2003? She's a little then, more in the shadows than you are as far as media presence. She's well, not a real... No. Carrie used to be in the shadows too. Yeah, at desperate times, desperate measures. I don't know what. <laughs> but I'm you, doing here. Carrie, were a Japanese supermodel at one point. I understand. Oh yes. <laughs> no. People think I'm kidding. You were you were a model in Japan. Were you? Were you I not? Was just that for is a, a not everyone while. can do that. You know, not everyone can be a petite model. Who knew in Japan. I would peak at 17 and <laughs> just go down. You were right only 17 there. when you did that. Wow. Yeah, well, I turned 18 while I was there, but I was only there for four months. It was a very small blip. That's so cool. <laughs> you must have had a blast. It was very cool. I wish I could go back now that I'm a little more mature and, and actually research the country, know the landmarks that I'm seeing and just understand the culture a little bit better. But yeah, it was fun. Her her roommate was Kathy Bell, you know, from the show Jag. Oh, really? During the modeling no days. No way. Yeah. yeah. See? But she, okay, her so career did not peak then. <laughs> <laughs> it got better. Yeah, yes, it did. It got a lot better. That's yeah. so cool. And she was, But she wasn't around much either. Like the room, my roommates would change all the time. I think she came for a couple weeks and then left for a month and then came back again. I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't see her a ton, but she was there a little bit. Fun. Yes. Yes. That is so fascinating. I don't know. It kind of makes what you and I do, Leland, a little less glamorous. Do you think so? <laughs> a lot of things make so. we ever <laughs> international models. No, not really. Not really. <laughs> we tell jokes and people laugh. I mean, it's just not the same. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of well, a lot of um, what I do is based on how I look, I think. Really? <laughs> Do you think so? What yeah. an interesting thing not, to say. Not not in a modeling, not in a positive light, but I look goofy and then I do physical stuff uh, and people laugh. So it's yeah. similar. But you're not, you're not just paid. a, you know, you're not just a, a one sided comedian. You're not just a visual comedian. You're, you've got a great comedy mind and your joke mechanics are wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you for that completely unsolicited compliment. <laughs> No, it's true. Uh, it's one well, of the things I love about you. about you. Let's talk about you, though. Let's talk about you uh, and your yeah, comedy. I'm boring. I'm because boring. I knew, uh, by the way, when I went there to that first, that Biola, that first thing, I knew of your comedy. I'd seen your comedy. Maybe I'd heard it. It was so long ago. I don't remember if, it was, if I'd seen it or not. But I, you well, and Thor. So I was familiar with your work. Interesting. I wonder how you would have actually run across my stuff before then. Because I hadn't it even was, done... Any it was on something. like bananas it might have been a, or anything. 
might have been a CD. Like for Thor, it was for sure a CD. It was the pure comedy CD yep, with him yep. and, and Glo- what's his name? Gaucher. Yeah, okay, and, sure. And Nick Arnett was on that. And okay. So that's how I knew those guys. I might yeah. have gotten that after then. I might have gotten picked it up after that first weekend. I had someone uh, ask me if I would be interested in having them record that first album with me. They said, we'll get a... It was in um, uh, near the college in Minneapolis, the main U. Hmm. And uh, they said, we, we'll, we'll record with you and and uh, you can make a CD. And I said, do you think that's a good idea? Like, yeah, you really should have a CD. And uh, they had a... It was a really intimate crowd. And I, you know, I, I hadn't been doing comedy that long, but I had about 40 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. And I just got up there and did it. And, you know, they mastered it beautifully. And Is that uh, beyond beyond funny. Yeah, I or? called it beyond funny. The idea being, I I want to, you know, I want to connect with people beyond just the laughter kind of a thing. And uh, uh, it I I've sold many of them. And now the hard part is the process of going back and buying all those CDs back and getting them out of people's hands. <laughs> Get them out of circulation because <laughs> there's there's good stuff in there. I mean, people, really no, stuff. I. I appreciate it. I mean, I, I have even kids come up to me now and say, you know, I, for a while, I'd listen to that thing every night. That's what I went to, to sleep oh, with. Wow. And I, I didn't know how to take that initially. It's like, oh, they put you to sleep. That's good. Uh, uh, it's beyond funny. What a good compliment. I mean, I was, I was totally in my Eeyore phase back then and, and real, you know, and now I, I still do kind of the, you know, slow delivery, but then I've got this manic side that jumps out this, this. <laughs> crazy guy that just makes a lot of noise and it's very hard it's, it's my Hulk side that just uh, he gets really frustrated then he gets worked up and then he's back to normal and then he yeah, 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 and then back down and the I didn't really race. have that back then yeah. but people seem to like that and you've got kind of a little bit of that too you get you get yeah. worked up on stage and on then you the kind of come back down skinny Hulk <laughs> <laughs> I just get mad and rant for a bit and then on I'm bananas back. they actually turned you green at one point when you got angry yeah. I love yeah. that that was cool I got no I got no special effects on that show none oh no no oh, no they didn't yeah. even they didn't even compress me there we go <laughs> hey, so that's I got a question for you then. <laughs> sorry Carrie that we're doing a lot of shop talk I want to talk about this Carrie good. tomorrow I'm tired I don't want to talk about me this is great I, here, so here's something about uh, how did, what do you think of Carrie <laughs> no, no, wonderful person, wonderful yeah, person. No, Do you know um, she was a Japanese supermodel? It's fantastic. <laughs> Her and Kathy Bell they used to model together in Japan. That is no, so cool. Um, uh, you, I remember about bananas because because you were like, I don't know if I have enough to do it or whatever. Yeah, at that time, which was years later, like after Beyond Funny. Yeah, and you've always been like. Even all these, like thou shalt laugh. You were like, ah, oh, am I ready? I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Some guys are like, I'm on my 15th album. And you're like, I don't know if I want to put anything out there. <laughs> what, what is that? Tell me, explain to me that, the, the thinking that goes That's into That's an interesting that. question. Um, huh. Because it's everything well, you, you know do what right it is. now is You know really what good. it is? I've always, I love to listen to other comedians like yourself. And when you see polished material that's so worked, and I'm always looking at 
what I'm doing compared to that body of work that's out there. And, you know, it's, uh, there is that question, you know, is it, is it ready? Is it, is it, but then, you know, to your point, I I would think you're arguing this, you you just got to be what you are and just put it out there. And you're fantastic. You're so sweet. Thank you. That's why I always wonder why you hesitate to put things out. I I know you want to be ready, but I think you're more ready than than you think most of the time. Well, that's very kind. I, you know, I, one, one is a thing that happened to me early on. I don't know if I've ever talked about this in an interview setting. Um, we get the exclusives here on the comedian's way. <laughs> well, when I started, I was, I, I thought I was, I think I was just the opposite. I thought I was kind of really ready. You know, I got, oh. I got 30 minutes of, you know, people will listen to that. And I, and I, you know, driven by did, the excitement of wanting, of <laughs> I'm sorry, Lenny, did Lenny beat that idea? No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> he helped though. I mean, when you got a manager that knows comedy, it, it does yeah. help to kind of have someone say, you know, you might not be ready for Letterman when you got <laughs> 20 minutes, you know, right. uh, or whatever. Um, but I, I was calling all sorts of agencies, you know, trying to get connected. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were routinely being polite and saying, yeah, we're, you know, we're kind of full. We didn't, we didn't, we're, we're making a lot of money right now. We don't want to make too much money. Right. <laughs> I got that reje- rejection letter a lot. You know, well. or they wouldn't call back. Well, then I called a major agency. I got through, and this is to their credit. So this is totally to their credit. But I accidentally, I think through a glitch, got to one of their top people there. <laughs> he was surprised that I got to him. You know, <laughs> who's this? What is, you know, what? why did, okay, uh, well, in it, while you're here, you might as well tell me what you want, right? Because <laughs> I, I shouldn't have gotten through the bureaucracy. Look, I'm on a yacht right now. I got through. <laughs> I got through. And he said, well, tell me what you're all about. And I said, well, I'm a comedian. I got 30 minutes. I make people laugh. And, and I think you'd be really blessed to have me around. Okay. So <laughs> he said, okay, Darren, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, Next week, I could have you on a tour performing in front of 2,000 people a night. And I'm like, yeah. He said, yes. It would be the worst thing I could possibly do to you. I said, what? (laughs) He said, you're not ready. Those people would see you're not ready. The word would spread and your career would be over even before it began. He said, pay your dues. Get out there, perform in anything you can, whatever the pay. Get out there. And when you're ready... We'll call you. Oh. And it hurt. <laughs> mm. But when I got off the phone, I went, that was totally a God moment of reset wow. in my mind. Because I was like, he is completely right. A hundred percent right. Wow. Because if you're not ready, and, and, and I see this a lot over the, and, and this has been kind of yeah. my counsel yeah. to yeah, other comedians. No, and, and, and I'm talking like I'm some kind of a, a veteran, I you know I've only been I haven't been doing this as long as you have, Leland. I've only been doing this twenty years, and well, I've only been doing twenty three or whatever. Well, that's 24. still less. I mean, a lot of people don't really hit their stride till they're thirty years in the biz. I mean, so <sighs> we're you know in a sense, you you know it just takes. This is one of those art forms. It just takes a long time to find what you are, mm. and um, I see people who are really good at marketing. 
who are throwing themselves out there. And to their credit, they're getting their name out there and everywhere. But when they get on stage, the common theme is, well, they're not quite ready. Hmm. So all that, all the, all the advertising and all the imaging doesn't match where you're at in the yeah. art form. And these are people who have talent that haven't really got the talent honed yet. So you hmm. can you can get pushed out faster than you're ready, and that has always been a fear for me. So I've never wanted to outpace <laughs> did, did my you keep, my readiness in the in the field. I guess so. I get that. Um, but did you keep that guy's number and then call him back? Did you call? <laughs> did you call yet? I was just making sure you still had the right number. <laughs> well, then eventually it was funny because I I just start I put my head down and then eventually managers and agents came to me and. Wow. And and so, wouldn't you say you find that no. kind of typical everywhere? <laughs> no, <laughs> Darren knows that's not true uh, for Leland. <laughs> well, you've you've been now. That's not true. You've you've been a part of quite a few agencies. You're 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 a, no a, no agency has ever like reached out to me and said, "Look, you're doing amazing work, and I would love to work with you." No one of 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 any reputation has ever said, I think I want to work with Leland. I, but you've I had a lot have, of agencies booking you. And that's, that's, that's yeah. where I'm it's not at. exclusive with anyone, but anyone will take a call and go, yeah, I can get you that guy. Well, that, well, I'm just saying not, not everyone can get on an agent's radar and you're and on everybody's radar. Give me that guy's number. <laughs> <laughs> he will never, I, you know, I, I don't think he will ever see me on, on, on anything, which is fine. But, it, I, that was just a great. The That's fact great that I got story. to his desk was a yeah. God thing. And that message was from God to me. Wow. That really helped me. Guys, I want you to talk about um, you guys have been mixed up. Like, so for the people at home, you obviously can't see them, but they do. <laughs> Darren and Leland look a little bit similar. You guys are at the same height, about the same build. Um, but people have actually booked miss like mixed you up and booked one comedian thinking they were getting the other, right? Yes, Can you tell yes. people about that? I was booked at a, a festival in uh, California and I was billed as the Canadian sensation <laughs> D- Darren Streblo. <laughs> which I like, thought, well, that's odd. And, and, and when I got there, like, show us your hands! Show us your huge hands! And I put them up like, eh, they're bigger on the TV than they are in real life. <laughs> Which is funny because I have an, an enormous head. My head is huge. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't, I, I can't get hats. When I go to a hat store, oh, they wow. said, oh, we got something that will fit you. I've never, salesmen, salespeople in tears because they can't get <laughs> they a hat on my head. That head. <laughs> you know, and, and your, your, your stick is the small head, big hands thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was at a a very grim event, a a funeral, which you oh know, very goodness. sad event. And somebody came up and whispered, "I just, I'm sorry to say this here, but I'm a big fan." I'm like, "Oh, that's great! Thank you. That's encouraging." You know, he's like, "Yeah, I didn't want to say it here, but I just got to say, I just really appreciate what you do." And I think, "Thank you." Well, before I go, can you show me your hands? <laughs> oh, <no>. What on earth? <laughs> Yeah, they don't look as big in real life, but it was good talking. <laughs> so you, know you got all these me? fans out there, and they're all coming to me. They're all disappointed in my hand size. Yeah. Uh, Actually, when I got my agent, he said, I think you're fantastic, and I want you a part of my roster. Show me your hands. <laughs> I don't mind that. 
I got the work, That's baby. why I've never gotten calls. <laughs> it's because of me. Aww, I blocked the person. attempt. What makes me laugh every time is that you often don't correct them. <laughs> no, like, oh, never. Wanna, Are you kidding me? Can you, can you imagine how awkward that would be? Seriously. I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> I don't. I'm not that person. So there's a whole group of people out there that think... Leland's a phony. His hands Total are not that fraud. big, and his head is is big. It's I didn't big. think of it that way. It's I'm bigger than normal. I'm making you look like a phony. I'm a liar. It's okay. He he is. So Darren, uh, you're living in Minnesota, right? I am. Did you grow up there? I did. You did. So you're born and raised. Yeah, I I, I grew up in a very woodsy area of uh, uh, Minnesota called Ely, which is not too far from the Canadian border where all the lakes are. And so on your end, your side would be the Quitico National Park and our side is the Boundary Waters. And okay. my dad was a guide up there. So my earliest memories was sitting in the middle of a canoe where I couldn't even reach the water with my little paddle flailing, trying to get, you know, enough, <laughs> you know, paddle the, the boat or whatever. And I thought the whole world looked like this uh, woodsy little paradise Aww. that I grew up in. That's yeah. funny because Prince Albert, where I grew up, is also like, it's woodsy. It's it's a mill town. I, d- so I have grew- done shows there now. In since, Prince Albert. And it reminded oh, wow. me of Ely, actually, mm-hmm. a little That's bit. That's funny. You know. So, so a border town? So would you have Canadians coming cro- across? Oh, yeah. I met a lot of Canadians in, you know, and then we'd... we'd and that's, uh, coincidentally, what I thought Canada was. Just a, a bunch of, of trees. <laughs> a whole bunch of it is that. And it said buildings. They have buildings there? I don't remember that. <laughs> So it wasn't until I was much older that I went to an actual Canadian city and I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a country, you know, so uh, uh, it, it was, it's, it's been fun. My, my whole world has changed because of my friendship with you two because of the uh, tours we've done mm. and uh, visiting, you know, all parts of Canada, including Montreal and different places. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just love the country. I, and, and when I do shows up there, the people are so comedy savvy and fun mm-hmm. and and they love to laugh. I, I just I just love going up there to do shows. I just oh, that's love awesome. it. I, I, I remember uh, you were complimenting. You're talking to me one time, and you're complimenting Canada and the crowds and 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 in it. At, by the end of it, I felt bad because you were like, "Yeah, they're just. It's just so the crowds are so great. They understand comedy. They laugh. I mean, you could just." It's so easy. And I was just like, well, I don't find it that easy. I hope I didn't say it was easy because that makes makes people sound like they'll laugh at anything. That's not what they won't. They won't. If I started riffing, they're like, okay, back to some material. All right, I'm back. I'm I'm crazy. That happens to me all the time. Crowds will be like, we we preferred the prepared material. <laughs> Are prefer- you sure this might be a gym? Nah. Why don't we you prefer make a gym when, and when you put back? effort into what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I just thought we were having a fun time here, riffing. <laughs> so, how often do, does Erin get to go, or does she want to go? You know, <clears throat> so when I started this, Erin's wife. She, everyone. She, yeah. Yes. My wife, Erin, she, uh, we had Ethan as a baby. Mm. So, uh, you know, so, so she, she was taking care of him while I traveled. And so she never really got in on the travel side, really. And then we just kept having more kids and uh, the house kept harder and harder for her to 
travel. She has gone a few times. We all did meet in L.A. one time, and she still has wonderful uh, recollections yeah. of hanging out with you, Carrie, and, and uh, occasionally, so occasionally you, she'll say nice things about you, Leland. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Leland stayed at the house. Now, what's funny, I, I'm digressing, but um, when Leland would come to Minnesota, he'd often stay at the house here, which my boys, they, they call him Mr. Clausen. And Mr. Claw and they all Mr. Clawson, Mr. Clawson, and when when Leland would come here, unlike many of the adults that would come over, Leland would play with them, like he'd get out lightsabers and Legos. My my son's age, so that was kind of like he would just dive in, and they thought he was magic. He was just this (laughs) magic person, and for years, years, I'd be like. What you drawing there? Oh, I'm drawing Mr. Clausen. Oh, what are you? <laughs> he was. They were playing Diddy Kong Racing, which is a Nintendo old game, and they were racing up a hillside, and uh, he was behind a rhinoceros, and you have to pass the rhinoceros as part of the game. And I said, "Who are you? Who are you racing against?" That? Oh, I'm racing Mr. Clausen. He's winning. <laughs> he's winning. And, and so he's still so still legendary. And then yeah. they haven't seen him for a while. And then when when uh, the, the movies came out when I, I went to go see, uh, uh, I, I, I want to call your movie outrageous. It's not. It's uh, Overcomers. <laughs> extraordinary. It's, a, extraordinary. See, well, that's dumb. For, for Undercomers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the mean? same cast as Overcomers. Extraordinary. Extraordinaries. Uh, without okay. me. I should remember that. But Extraordinary. And I brought, uh, it, and that was kind of funny, bringing them to the theater. And Mr. Clausen was... 30 feet tall and that made you even more legendary to my boys and I was just there crying when you were laying on the ground dying (laughs) after the race I was like he's dying (laughs) 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 dad it's just a movie it's Mr. Claus and he's dying (laughs) but anyway Erin doesn't travel with me that often but when she does like I brought her to uh, Life Fest which you've performed at Leland um, mm-hmm. and uh, the Wisconsin. Happy Fun Time improv troupe was sure. there yeah, yeah. and they surrounded her and they oh, all just started no. they brought her on stage you know, they... no 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 just just outside the stage they were like you're real you're a real person <laughs> we thought he was making you up we couldn't Be imagine honest, you're, someone you're hired. You're, you've been hired to pose you're an actress aren't you <laughs> they, they, they couldn't they were just like you're real you're, and they'd make fun because she's she's born and bred in Minnesota as well so uh, they were making fun of her because she was getting after the kids because they were going to the soda machine and getting stuff they're like hey no pop no pop <laughs> And they're like, ha, 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 no pop, ha, 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 no pop, you know, just like. You don't have a Minnesota accent. I did, though. You I had to work a, on it. Was it radio that you got rid of it? Exactly. So I did, I did, uh, uh, I worked at a radio station when I was a I'm teenager. Sorry, I'll let you answer questions instead of telling you No, 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 that's cool. It, it helps me. Uh, but uh, they, they sort of, for some reason, they, even though I worked in a Minnesota town, they didn't want me to sound like I lived where I worked. So they beat the accent out of me. So for a while, I was very, very smooth in the way I delivered, you know, here's the forecast for today, you know, and and they, they, they teach you instead of saying W, you say W, you know, so we were KDNW. Say afternoon. Afternoon. 
Oh, okay. Because there's so many radio DJs. And it's going to be sunny this afternoon. 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 And it drives me insane. <laughs> you would have been a good radio coach because you could just crack the whip every time <laughs> right. we said something wrong. You would have. <laughs> the weirdest things uh, bring rage for me, but I'll be driving the car. And we've got some great weather this afternoon. Afternoon! After! What is wrong with you? <laughs> Like, See, that's really what angry? I like about I you. Fine. I would have oh. never thought that would be a trigger for anyone. But look at you. All upset, righteously like, indignant. I don't Leland like when people don't have so enunciate. many triggers. He has so many triggers. What makes He's me passionate. laugh, he'll say I'm, to me, I'm, Thank you, know, you. I'm passionate. He, the funniest thing he says to me is, there's one thing that really bothers you me. You know the one thing that bothers me? <laughs> she always laughs when I say that. You know this one thing that really bothers like, me? Really? Just yep, one. Just one. <laughs> just one. And it's life. <laughs> Life. Life. That's exactly right. You know the life. one thing that bothers me? Life. Everything. Life and existence. <laughs> existence. Bothers me. No, uh, Carrie and I had a very similar. I think because we were having kids at the same, like our kids are really You were having kids age. at the same time. We yeah. were. I and so she didn't really travel with me much. We stopped, though, earlier than you guys. You guys kept yes, going. Yes, you did. So, so she was able to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. I mean, just recently travel a little bit. That was it. And now I don't do this for a living anymore, apparently. <laughs> well, there's Crazy been some sort pandemic. of world event that has sort of slowed things yeah, down. a little, little bit. As of this recording, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's what's been fun for me, too, in the course of this, is just watching not only your stand-up and your stage act, Leland, but also the way you're using media and, and especially film you know, because those are your passions. You're, you're actually making films, which is what you've been talking about for years, which I'm just yeah. so proud of you for, oh, thanks, man. for doing that. And me, I'm into that new technology, um, terrestrial radio, <laughs> yeah, which that's... has only been around since, what, the 20s, so of <laughs> the 1920s. Well, you know. but it's been perfected in the 70s, <laughs> right. so it was it's... like... <laughs> It was like, well, you want to be big in comedy? Well, I'll do a radio show. Mm. So tell us, Darren, though. Tell us you about know. your radio show. How, like, what is it about? Did it, yeah, that's a question I have for you. Did it morph? Like, because our, our podcast is, we don't even know what it is. It's morphing as we well, go. Well, I think that's, and I, I might have mentioned this earlier to, uh, off uh, off the recording, but it, it's a, it, it's funny how it becomes what it is as you do it. You know, mm. you, you can bring all this sort of planning into this is what my show is, but I don't think anybody really knows. I think my, my show started out now. Uh, Corey Irish was our original producer. He was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think what he wanted me to do was just introduce a comedian and then play 40 minutes of their act during a course of a, an hour that would have been about an with with commercial breaks about an hour and then oh, wow. just afterwards say hey thanks for listening you know and <laughs> and i said well what if we mixed it up with a lot of different comedians so this is more of a variety and he's, he's like yeah we could do that way you know and you know uh and and uh we started doing that and then i started having phone-ins and and mm -hmm. uh, interviews and so it, which are it, so it, fun man thank so you fun. So, yeah, yeah. i i really love the live feel you know one one problem with radio and this is problem with I would say with film is too is you don't have that live audience right, you know right, right. right there so I discovered very quickly when I have somebody on the phone for the radio I am the audience mm. so I had to laugh mm -hmm. and if I didn't laugh it there, there were it, it it almost gave the impression that I didn't think they were funny <laughs> <Right>. yeah <laughs> 
you know, when you when you're a TV host and you got a live studio audience and you and your guest says something funny and the audience laughs, as a host you can just stare at the audience and look bemused or or yeah. irritated or something that makes it funnier. But you can't do that on the radio. And so I started laughing at stuff that I thought was funny and I discovered in the course of laughing endorphins mm. and happiness. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that I haven't felt for years because yeah, as you guys know when you're when you're in the business of comedy, you sit at the back of the room and you nod your head and go, "Oh, that's hilarious! Right, oh, that's right. funny! Oh, yeah. that's good! I wish I thought of that." You know, you don't really. Laugh. I mean, you laugh occasionally, but but uh, when I'm Carrie on the show, it. I'm just like, <laughs> and and almost. I, you know what? It's it's messed me up. I've called in and it was a bit I was just working on, and I was just killing you. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> I was like, this bit is ready. For the Tonight Show, this is a hot <laughs> bit. And then I was, I got it on stage, and I was like, "Well, it's maybe not as ready as I thought." <laughs> That's terrible to hear. I just, I can see, I can see the what the joke is doing. Man, this is gonna be funny someday. This is gonna be funny someday. And I, I have no, but I really, no, I you know, I, I do legitimately I'm laugh calling. at stuff, and I, you know, and that's the problem too with comedy. If you go to a comedy club, you'll see somebody up there doing new material and it's just the comedians laughing because mm. they get it. Yeah. You, you know, they, they get, they get where it's going, you right. know, but yeah. the general audiences, you, you have to set it up a little differently and do some tweaks just to get everybody at the same moment, On you know, board. Yeah. but well, I, but I'm a good early tester for jokes. <laughs> no, no, it's, a, I was, I was teasing more than anything, but, but it's, <laughs> it's always fun to, to call into your show and, and just that, I don't know. It's, it feels very natural, uh, and it's fun. I, I think what my show has become, and I don't even know where it's going, but I, I you know, in, in the world of comedy, years ago I heard that there's, and I'm sure this has changed, but in the country of, uh, I think just in North, you know, America, there's 4,000 comedians, they said. Oh, wow. And of those, how many are clean? 350? Hmm. Maybe, and of those, how many are good? <laughs> are well, you know, <laughs> it, that's true of any art form, of course. But right. but it's like, you know, not only are we we you know is my show a really tiny subset of a tiny subset of art? It's this really weird pocket, and we hmm. all know each other yeah, in yeah. this little weird pocket. And I thought. Wouldn't it be fun to open that up and show people what that's like to hang yeah. out with this group of people? And, and la you know, because not only do we like to make each other laugh, we like to encourage each other with our faith and, and stuff in, in little moments. And, and we're all growing. We're all like, you know, we all have got problems and we've all got different things. And we try to encourage each other in that and try to grow in, in the faith and, 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 uh, just, just trying to sh bring that as a, a a way that people can just kind of hook into and forget what's going on and just kind of laugh and be a part of that. I think that's mm. kind of what it's become. I love it. Thank you. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think this just occurred to me as you were as you were saying what you just said? Do you find because because you cross over into you know doing secular things or, or whatever and 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 the Christian market both and you've done that. Like I've I've done cap I opened for you at Capital City Comedy Club in Austin. Uh, Acme oh, that's right. Yeah, in, I remember that. Yeah. Great clubs. Uh, but anyway, um, do you find it harder now 
do you think to be a, a, a Christian comedian than than it used to be, or am I just being paranoid? <sighs> um, like, do you think it's yeah? It's. I think I think what I've seen is it's it's a bit of a consumption issue because it, it's it's really dawned on me in the last five years that I I think I think what I'm doing is 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 you know I mechanically and performance wise is 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 funny to people and they they, they laugh and they enjoy it but I am not everyone's cup of tea yeah. I'm right? finding for myself. That's why I say yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, and, and I mean, that goes without saying to a certain degree, but, you know, what you hear all your life is funny is funny. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be dirty yeah. to be funny. Funny is funny. But yeah. then the reality is some people want it dirty. Yeah. And some people want really aggressive, highly, um, what's the word? Uh, demeaning hmm. kind of punishing delivery where you're yep. just beating them up and some people really dig that you know I'm not that you know right. some people are really good at that I'm not that I'm not and, and my subject matter I'm not going to talk about that stuff and 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 uh, I'm not saying that from a virtuous standpoint I'm, I'm talking about this is who I am as a person. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring yeah. this stuff up with my friends. I just, I'm not going to go there. I mean, I would, you know, yeah. this, this is who the, the more longer you do this, the more you're just trying to be who you are and who you are as a performer is not going to connect with the general masses sometimes. So what I'm finding is sometimes I'll go into a setting and, and I'll get done and I'll realize, yeah, that's not what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted, they wanted me to be dirty. Or they wanted me to be aggressive, or they wanted me to be, um, and it, you know, and, and in some of the latter, I don't, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong. Was like, you know, I really like uh, more physical comedy, and I, you're not, you're not the physical type. You know, everyone has different tastes of what they yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, so subjective. So and so, and then you attach, oh, you're a Christian on top of that. That's just offensive on its face to a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that 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 almost. You know, they're they're like, you know, what is this all about? So um, I think what what I've sort of kind of thought, I'm going to go where God sends me, you know, and I'm going to be for that audience. I'm not I'm probably not going to be an all size fits all comic ever, because as as time goes on, the the diversity of what people want in comedy is getting more and more defined and robust, and uh, I'm just it, not going to fit a lot of categories. It, it's changed too, right? Like when, when I think you so. and I started, it was like be as broad as you can for everyone, get as yeah. big as audiences, and now they're like niche, niche, niche. Find yeah. your niche and, and yeah. give them what they and want. So, and social media has sort of pushed that idea too. It's like you're you're, you're finding who's in your platform or who's coming to your platform and meeting those needs. And there's, there is nothing wrong with niche, niche comedy. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. No. Um, because you know, you're, you're meeting the needs of that particular group, almost, you know, 90, hundred percent. You're just kind of giving it, yeah. given what they need, you know? So I've been just trying to find, uh, where I belong, I guess. And, uh, not sure what that means. 
Um, and that's the hard part because I think when you start, you just say, well, I'm going to be funny and everyone's going to yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to call this agency and they're going to book me. <laughs> and they're going to be so happy I'm on their roster. And, you know, it's just, it's a struggle. It's, it's, it's a struggle to find out who you are on stage. And once you find out who that is, it's very hard on your ego to realize, yeah. oh, I'm not every... Even when I'm at my best, some people look at that and go, no, that's hard. That's <laughs> yeah. hard because that's you firing it on all cylinders and they're yawning. Just, that's just have, tough. Have you a know. look at your Drybar comment page on Drybar. Oh, man. man. It's painful, man. I'm telling you. Oh, people were just... So, uh, no, no. To like be fair. Offended. People are offended by me. They're, <laughs> it's like, hey, right. I'm just trying to do some jokes. The fact that I was on like that stage jokes. telling jokes... <laughs> Most of the comments, super nice. Yeah, yeah, super nice. But I had friends. Remember, go, I had friends on there saying I was reading the comments and I had to leave because <laughs> yeah. I was so mad on your behalf. And I'm like, people just really like to rip stuff apart, you know. And and uh, that's that's so that's the social media's done. That, that's like, yeah, give me, give me a voice to. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I, it's it's hard touching my knee, and I guess that means oh, I, I just want to ask you guys something. Sorry, Carrie. <laughs> so we've been hogging this. No, I miss Darren. I haven't gotten to talk to him. I know time. it's so nice. Um, I just want to ask you guys if you ever feel like compelled to compromise or to conform, because neither one of you have. You stayed very true to who you are, and uh, I, I imagine for me, the temp- like I'm a people pleaser, hundred percent. It'd be very hard for me not to just. What do you want? Okay, that's what I'll give you. You guys don't do that. It's the act. Yeah, I think I have compromised early on. Um, really? Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a, an example that's not really, really like. Um, I wrote a joke, and this is everyone who does events that are in churches will write a joke like this. And I'm not. I'm not casting aspersions on anyone who does this. Sure. But this is what I did. I wrote a joke about Jesus. And it put Jesus in a humorous light where it made, where I was kind of making fun of Jesus. And I was challenged by a pastor, said, I'm not sure you want to do that. Hmm. And I realized, oh, I'm taking the person I worship, you know, the, you know, the, the Prince of Peace. And I'm putting, I'm kind of lowering him as a, an object of something to laugh at. And I thought, you know what? That's a compromise. It's a hmm. cheap. When you do that in front of a group of people who get it like that, that I need to work harder. Hmm. So I got rid of it. I feel like we've talked about me too much. Let's talk about Carrie some more. Let's say. No, let's not do that. <laughs> I have a question for you, Carrie. Oh, oh. What, what, what would you say is um, the biggest challenge for the spouse of a comedian or really any performer what's what's the hardest side for you oh man the biggest challenge being supportive to me that's <laughs> no. what it feels like no. is your biggest challenge no <laughs> um no i i you know i think it for me it's just been kind of the lack of um just kind of the feeling of security Sure. But, but I have gotten used to that lifestyle, but it did take me, it was hard. I found it hard and not just financially, but also just not always having Leland home or, or having to do things without him with the boys when they were little and, and, um, 
just working around kind of that crazy schedule and and just never kind of I love order it's inconvenient. And, yeah, I love structure and order. <laughs> and so if you love structure and order, yeah, I can't think of a harder it's way. It's been challenging for me, but but I think it's been good for me. And I think maybe I love order and structure more because I don't necessarily feel like I have it. <laughs> so I feel like I have to fight for it. <laughs> I do all these things to make me feel like I'm in control of my life when I know very well, well that I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. So ya. for me, I think that personally, that's just, that might not be for everyone, but, um, but yeah, but I'm looking forward to our boys are, are older and, and we're kind of almost empty nesters now. And so I'm looking forward to being able to just kind of maybe go more with the flow and, and just spend more time with Leland and, and just kind of fall more into his lifestyle and more into his schedule. So we'll oh, that's see. wonderful. Yeah. We'll see. Oh man, this has been uh, uh, such a, yeah, such a fun talk. Uh, man, Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. This was hey, so fun. Yeah, you guys uh, mean the world to me, and uh, you are God's gift to me as people. And uh, mm. the uh, encouragement I've felt from you guys, not only just on a, a friendship level, but beyond into professional stuff. And I just uh, I don't know how I could have got along without you guys. So thank you for oh, what yeah. you've done in my life and appreciate what you're doing you in the lives man. of so many people. I really appreciate it. It's so nice having you, Darren. You're not just one of my favorite comics, but you're one of my favorite people. So thank you for coming on. We'll make sure in our show notes that everybody can find out how to connect with you and and listen to you on the radio show. Listen to the radio show. Yeah, Yeah. it's all available. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you.